Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. There we go. It's not a podcast officially until Carlene says the... uh, Talks about testicles? The (laughs) myth. A magic password. It's kind of like the open sesame of the show. So we're just kind of having a light evening tonight. Um, just you and I, which I think is kind of cool. Although you insist it's going to be just me, which is fine. Right. Um, this is, what is this, 106? This is episode 106 of the Connected by Water podcast presented by, or powered by. I got to stop saying presented by because really the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram brings the thunder and the power. So we're going to say powered by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and fueled by our dear friends at Papa's Pilar Rum. I am your host, Dennis Friel, and with my co-host, Carleen Rybinski, um, who I am very fortunate to have along with me for this ride um you know some things in life just kind of happen um the right way for the right reasons um organically and i think this is this is one of those things that just is it feels right to me um and and i'll say that going i don't even know exactly which episode that you came in on it's just kind of like yeah keep coming back yeah all right cool all right then yeah, please come back on, and I'm honored to have you. Um, which speaks to I think how we've developed this show over time, over the last obviously 106 episodes. But I mean, I think it's been a couple of years now since we started doing this, and we started out not knowing anything about anything um, in this format, and I brought on my good friend. My good friends, um, Sarah and Vinny Lasorsa. Um, you know, Vinny is obviously is the captain of the last Mango, um, Jimmy Bo- Jimmy Buffett's vessel, and um, 
you know, I was honored to have them to, to kick it off. And we did a focus on the FFO, actually. We didn't really do so much of a focus on the mango. At the time, the last mango, as you know it now, was being built. And we talked about that. <sighs> I've been so fortunate to have that level of support throughout this entire run. And that's not lost to me. I understand that um, the guests that we bring on really make the show. You know, I, I just try to facilitate their words through this medium. And um, hopefully everyone thinks that we do a good job at it. Um, but it's been a joy and a pleasure for me. This entire run that, that we've had so far. And we want to continue to keep doing that um, for a long time coming. Um, I do want to say that I'm very thankful for all that. But it speaks to a little bit of where the show has come to where it is today. Um, it speaks to where the studio has come to where the studio is today because they are kind of synonymous. Um, we speak a lot about just our life and you know, how we live and breathe as a business, you know, as much as how we live and breathe as people. So, because Connected by Water always has that gray line of what it is. Um, is it, you know, just an art studio? Is it just a custom house? Is it just a, you know, a place where people come get their apparel and their boat wraps and different things like that? So, we try to broaden the horizon. We never wanted to define it in such a way to where, um, to where we were locked into one idea or one emotion. So that's why we always say we're all connected by water. And, and that's our big mantra. Um, you know, talk to me if you can, because I want to ask you one question, right? Because I know you don't want to get too involved in this, and I don't blame you. That's fine. Um, we're sitting here, just so you know, eating Umberto's Italian food, and relaxing tonight. Tonight is a recap mission. Um, because every now and then I think, you know, this was your guys' idea, which I think was a great idea. So Nick and Yanni, I'm going to get to you guys in a minute because um, you do mean a lot to me. Um, and I'll explain why. Um, but they felt that it was important that we do this because, Carlene, you were not here on the last episode, which is my fault because um, I failed to really truly schedule out everything the way it should have been done but i had um captain ben sharp and captain john vandell and two friends of mine on and yep and you got your five bucks from ben um two friends of mine where we had a really good conversation the start of that real stupid like they usually do right just you know locker room talk or whatever um but it kind of took a turn towards married life living that captain life, you really would have been able to chime in on that too because you're right in the middle of that with the way your husband is you know, full-time captain mm -hmm. um, and the distance that has to come between you guys um, has to come because that's the life um, and how to deal with that. They were obviously talking about it from the captain's side. But, um, you know, and that's kind of, that's connected by water too because it's all the life that um, we live within. You want to call it an industry or you want to call it a business or you know, you're in the industry, you're in the business yourself. And, you know, I think you get it uh, more keenly. And that's, this is not to discredit any other wives out there, but I think you get it probably more so than most of them do. Um, just because you've lived that life for okay. so long already yourself. So, you know, you have this inherent um, understanding 
uh, of all that side of it. So that started the ball rolling. And we really kind of got underneath the skin. And that's what I've always wanted to do on this show is get underneath the skin of the guests we bring on. As we always say, it's a fishing show that's not about fishing. We want it to be about the people behind it all. And we really did that, I think, last episode. And I want to continue to do that going forward. I want to ask tougher questions, you know, and really understand who these people really are because it's a charmed life to be able to live in the space that we do and do it for a living. And I always think that that's such an interesting thing, how we get to that point in our lives to where we look back and we're like, wow, okay, I pulled this off. You know, I'm actually following my passion for a living. Um, and just like anything else, some days are tougher than others. And just like anything else, it can become a job if you let it. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, going forward on the show, we accomplished something on the last episode that I think we want to keep accomplishing. It's what this show is always designed to do. Um, can you chime in a little bit for me on maybe what your perception of what we're doing here is because no and i mean that i want to know no i this is really important to me because you're here every episode right and um you have to have some perspective on it i told you i'm I'm told you i'm bringing you into this i'm not even quite sure where to start on this okay you're obviously an artist thank you you've my perspective on the Dennis Friedel show or <clears throat> just yeah the connected by water show I mean the, the podcast and you know it, listen when I started this thing there were people that kind of like rolled their eyes back like what why are you doing this you know and I but I had an, I want I had I want to say I had a vision for it I did but I didn't have an end game vision I had a vision as to how I wanted to craft the thing, but it just—it was just something inside of me that I just wanted to do. I've learned a lot about you being on this side of the bar. That's for sure. Yeah. Because before it was just like, "Hey, you're an artist. Cool. That guy. He does the bridges. Cool. He's got some cool marine paintings." <clears throat> but then, as I sit here and listen to you talk with your guests, and of course the caliber that they are and who they are that come through the door, which is amazing, I've you know I learn more about you as growing up in the artist side <clears throat> the tournaments that you do how long you've been doing them for you know the jimmy johnson for what 10 plus years now mm -hmm. and then now designing the apparel even taking it you know broadening your business to that side of it and then the wraps it's not just i mean it's an artist but it's also a business side too as well so i mean there's a lot of it's a tricky question because i do see a lot you know i just don't know really how to pinpoint it on on how to put it in words right now <clears throat> you know, we say, um, we try to create this theory that is connected by water. Just the phrase and the saying of it and what it means to everybody. Um, when we first started the show, and I guess that's really the point I'm trying to make, is that the, the show is kind of a discovery. Everyone's got these, like when you're on the water, you're a pioneer, you're an adventurer, you're searching. Right. Um, into the vast open spaces and you know and something drives that and you know but 
you know, when you come up on the theories that we call connected by water theories of like when you pass someone on a boat, what makes you wave to them versus in a car on a road? You know, there's like this almost like this vortex of energy. It's like a lifestyle. It's a culture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then that's what we, that's what we want to get behind is the culture of it. Because I think the culture of it is just an amazing thing. Um, the, when we say we are all connected by water, you know, it's something that really intertwines us all. Um, and that's another thing that we wanted to come across in the show is that, you know, throughout it all, you know, what's the one thing that really binds us all together? And to me, it was always the water. You know, that, that's one thing that people could get together about and they don't even have to discuss politics or, you know, if you could just have those shared passions and, Except you know. when we're doing a Trump fatilla, you know. Uh, <laughs> See, uh, what? The Trump fatilla is no, that the Trump yeah, yeah, that's, no that's politics all. here. Well, I mean, that, that's all part of life, though. You it's know, true. It, it, it's all part of it. I How's can, your pasta? I can, my pasta is really good. <laughs> I can tell. I can. My pasta is really good. Um, I want to talk to you for a second about some of the things that you do and some of your history and your background. I think that's really important. Because you are going to talk on this show, okay? I want everyone to understand that when I say, no, 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 Carlene, Carlene, right? And what they're getting behind the bar here is someone that has grown up doing, you know, everything there is to be done. And you fished all over the world, right? I wouldn't say all over the world, well, but I've had a, a lot couple of places. Good, I had right? a couple good experiences, yes. Okay. <clears throat> And you know what you're talking about. Sometimes. Right. And you work you work in this industry every day and you you sell you work for blue water chairs and you sell chairs and rocket launchers and Correct. you're living a life that's connected by water, <clears throat> certainly. Correct. Right. Um can you help everyone everyone understand a little bit about what drives you to work in this industry, to work in this space? Once you're in this industry you can't get out. I think it's kind of a... does suck you in a little bit, right? <laughs> you don't really have a choice. I've tried yeah. to run several times, but it keeps bringing me back. So, I don't know. I started out, if you really want to know, I started out about 15, 20 years ago crewing on vessels. You know, everyone starts out. I'm a female. I started out as a stew, as most do. Moved up to mate. Got my captain's license, my 100 ton back in, I think it was 2005. I held that for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then... um. I got into fishing side, which I was very fortunate for the people that I was able to work with, fish with, learn from. I started fishing when I was younger, just freshwater, fly fishing out in Wyoming, stuff like that. And then I had the saltwater. Wyoming, really? We got Jackson Hole and Hoback mm -hmm. River and everything out there, <clears throat> 10 and 2. So that was always a very peaceful, nice. quiet kind of place to go. I'm and then, jealous. And then... And then it kind of went over into the saltwater side. And like I said, some of the people that I've had the experiences with taught me a lot. And was very fortunate to put me into the places where I can say what I've walked away with and the kind of fish that I've caught. And then um, fast forward that 10 years, you know, it's 20 years or so. I settled down, had my little girl. And next thing you know, Marlin Magazine calls me to work for Tommy over at Blue Water. That's how I got recommended over there. Another connected by water mm -hmm. kind of thing. That's it right there. You know, they put me in the position there and five years later, I'm still there selling, selling a shares for him. So Where, where'd you stew at? I mean, I started in private, but you know, it was all private. And then mm -hmm. I was fortunate. Like a yacht thing? Correct. Okay. <clears throat> and then it was, 
I was fortunate enough to where I could do full-time freelance where I'd have like five or six clients a year that were my full-time, but everybody knew my schedule mm-hmm. and everybody had me at certain times of the year to where I can kind of just, I would, you know, wasn't some with the same boat every day, but I had a scheduled, scheduled out for a year of where I was going to be. And everybody mm-hmm. kind of was grateful enough to go around their schedule with my schedule to have me on as their mate or secondhand running the boat. However it was mm-hmm. <clears throat> anywhere from Bahamas, Central America, Guatemala, stuff like that. One thing I I think is it's kind of cool to see that isn't you know to talk a little bit more about the broadness of connected by water living a life on the water uh, you know we have a tendency to be very much mostly about fishing on this show and rightfully so I mean that that's where we're all born from um, or at least most of the people that I bring on this show are um, but we try to hit aspects that are a little bit broader than that. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, bringing on surfers and bringing on, you know, you know, maybe people that are just involved with clean water initiatives like uh, Chip Lamarca. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we bring on Chip, you know, a lot. And he's very much a friend of the studio. Guys like um, the Clean Waterways, guys like John Lewis and Miles Foreman and, you know, and Mike Lambrooks. Mike Lambrooks kind of crosses over into both worlds. He's the president of our local CCA chapter, which, um, you know, is really kind of a you know a very important cause you know to, for connected by water to be involved with them um a lot of coastal preservations and the interesting thing about the cca is there's they're an organization that really is they fight for fishermen's rights and i don't think there really is another organization that truly does like they do uh, you say the billfish foundation does um you know you know ellen does a good job of um you know helping out people in respect to um you know, the preservation of the resources for billfish and, you know, and, and you know, and the fishermen and the anglers. Uh, but the CCA really does um, bring that home for everybody on a, on a real level nationwide, like wherever there's a coast, wherever there's a lake, you know. Um, you know, we, the one thing that we always tried to do is keep the show broad. I never wanted it to be always fishing all the time. You know, Let's and, talk about racing then. Right, you want to talk about racing? <clears throat> Why not? Racing's always good. Robin's racing. We're motorhead over here. Little wrench turner. What did you tell me before um, the show? You used to work for with the Ferraris, and what was this? It's kind of weird talking about yourself. I'm never really in that. Never then been that kind of. You're person. not talking about yourself. I'm asking you a question. You're <laughs> talking to me. I've, I have generally, there, generally want to know about this. There was a short time before I started, probably. Before I started working for Tommy, probably eight years, I don't know. There was probably a good five-year, four-year in between working on boats and stuff like that. I worked for a race team. We did the Continental Tire Challenge, the Rolex Series, and the mm-hmm. Ferrari Challenge. I had six drivers, two teams, and I actually used to run tires in the pits and co- like coordinate all their stuff. Really? It was pretty good. So. You just before we in the No, this I, it was kind of towards, I want to say mid 2020s late late 20s mm-hmm. but then if you want to still talk racing we used to when i first got my full-size truck the 2500 back when i was 20 i would sand i would trailer shoot up bikes in like sandusky ohio and mm-hmm. gainesville and all that for the for was it velocity racing that used to be out in davie yeah. suzuki team so that was pretty cool Stuff like that. That is pretty cool, actually. Just little things to do. Because I'm always everywhere. I'm not in one spot, so I could be doing this, or I can be doing, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of keeps you moving a little bit. Yep. So. 
Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> I have a very interesting question to ask you. <laughs> why am I nervous? I, just something. No, <laughs> just something like, cooking my noodle. The cooking your noodle is the pasta and fries. <laughs> Go ahead. No, this is. I'm been real curious about this because you and I have never really spoke about this before. But it's just kind of interesting, like, because I've just been like, hey, you want to come again? Be a bartender again? You know, like, hey, you want to, we got another episode. You want to come? You're like, yeah, come. We have a great time. And, you know, why do you come? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking come. No, I mean that. I'm like. Because I committed. I told you I would. And that was it. You asked me at the grand opening to be the bartender uh, by the front tent. Yeah. And- somehow it happened one time and next thing you know i'm still here because when right. i commit i commit that's just kind of how think be, like i feel i'm so lucky that you come like every like it's true like <laughs> why I, do i don't understand. i don't know man i'm it's, like hey you want to come you're like yeah i'm like come damn I'm just coming again awesome very cool um for the free no. pasta it's for the free pasta mm-hmm. it's, it's for yanni and nick of course so the evolution of this show continues and yeah. You know, just to recap some of the things I was talking about earlier that we want to kind of get a little deeper with our guests and everything like that. Obviously, not going to happen with you today to get too deep because I know you don't want to go go that far with the interview aspect of, of you, the whole I'll, show. I'll try my best. I just, no, you know, cool. you'd like cool. to... I don't, don't want to press. Right? I don't want to press about, you know, the fact that, you know, we appreciate you coming on. Go ahead on and, and press. And, You're and... pressing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, we had Andy on the show a couple weeks ago. Andy, Andy Moyes, Moyes on the show. Yep, I know right? that guy. So we hung out, I think, at the bar after for longer than the actual podcast was. You right? learned a few things, didn't you? What's that? I said you learned a few things. I did things. learn a few things. I did learn a few things. And you know, now I know why you were biting your tongue on, on a few of the moments. But um, you know, I just want to say that I thought it was really cool. Um that you know a relationship can still exist there and you guys are awesome like you guys are like you know both buddies of mine and mm-hmm. and you know it, it's just really cool to see that that can that can continue um in the in, in the way it does i don't know, think it, the world knows what you're why tell the world what i don't know or what they don't know andy's what's better what's a good way to put it well you guys used to be involved Correct. We right. used to live together ago. and had a years relationship ago. before. Right. Correct. Years ago, you know, I just want to say it was really cool that that you guys can get together and come on. We can do the show, we can do the podcast. You guys can have your family still hanging out and everything like that. It's Absolutely. Cool. The fact cool. that the fact that we can still be cordial and have that and right crazy part is his mom and sister at my baby shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> that's It is a pretty rad relationship. So I'm glad. Ten years later, we can definitely yeah. sit across from each other and have those times for sure. Yeah, it's a tight, nice tight bond. Um, you know, some of the things that, you know, the relationship that we develop over time and um, the things that we do, you can really, you know, what? All right. I'm going to bypass that whole moment. Say right? what you're going to say. No, 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 I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, sometimes, you know, you know the bonds that we can form mm-hmm. and the relationships that we can form, you know, sometimes to get thrown, thrown on the wayside. For useless reasons. No, there'll yeah. always be a respect there, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely, Absolutely. for sure. Um, so as we develop the 
progress of the show. We've been through journeys. You know, I want to mention um, John Wattler, the first podcast producer that we had. I mean, he did like our first 70 something episodes and he did an outstanding job. And Justin Broderick came in and helped us out for, for a handful of episodes um, throughout that. And then these guys come in, um, Nick and Yanni. And uh, it's, I'm very impressed with, with the way, you know, everything's been done with these guys. And I just want to, so I want to re- appreciate all the work that you guys have been done doing for the show. Um, it's very good. So I am at a bar and Carlene is the bartender. Occasionally you do have to go use the restroom. So whatever. Um, you know, one thing I do want to kind of talk about and get into about the show, since we are talking about the show today, like this is a show about the show. It's kind of, kind of a little weird, but I think it's kind of cool to do this recap for that reason. Um, I want to discuss, and I'm opening up my phone here, and I'm going to go through this list of some of the guests that have been on this the show, because I think really, to give a little bit of perspective and understanding, so I'm going to roll through this. We started out with Captain Vinny LaSorsa um, and um, Sarah LaSorsa. Uh, we had uh, Troy and Cassie Ganter on. I'm going to run through this list because I don't ever really go back and run through all this and just see everyone that's been on the show. And it's been so cool. It's been such a great experience. I got to tell you, doing this show for me personally, not only is therapy, 100% is therapy for me. Like, I save so much money in a shrink. Well, I don't save money, but <laughs> I don't have to go see a shrink because I have this show, right? Um, But it's been it's offered me the chance to not only bring in friends and hang out with them, have some rum, you know, and we shoot the breeze, but it's also given me the chance to really bring in guys that, and women that I've always admired that I've wanted to even just meet and invite them on the show and we can get down to the nitty gritty and I can talk to them or speak with them the way we want to speak and about a topic that we all love. You've got quite the list. You know, I do. And you know, let's see, we got, I'm just going to spot some names here. Some cool people we have, you know, Troy and Cassie Ganther, Jimmy Wickett from Meet Mayhem. Um, you bring on like, good friends like Michael Landris, who's a, an offshore photographer. You know, Stan Hunt, Chris Lemieux. And we bring on um, the, the fishing for uh, muscular dystrophy guys, you know, Paul Robertson and Tiffany. Uh, Todd and Val from the from the Jimmy Johnson and you know, the Pacific Fins guys bringing on fellow artists, you know, George Martinez and Amber Moran and you know, Steve Doherty, who's you know, Steve, good. great writer, great mm-hmm. photographer, great fisherman, um, musician Micah uh, Gardner, barstool sailor. He came, he played our grand opening when we opened up the place. Uh, let me see, Captain George Gods. I was on a TV show with Captain George. Um, his show Unfathomed. You know, we did that episode together. I designed his logo. This is a cool part about it, right? For that circumstance, I designed his logo for his TV show and his entire business, the Unfathomed. And it was right around the same time that I was painting the bridge. So we got to be good buddies throughout that entire process. And when he saw the bridge goes up, go up, he's like, hey, we got to do a, an episode with you for his Unfathomed show. I'm like, oh. Of course, it's awesome, right? So I'm pretty fortunate that that happened. Those those are pretty cool moment for us. 
Uh, let's see who else. Henry Crockett. We did a live episode of Papa's Raw Bar. The Surreal Team, of course, is led by Skip Dana and Joey Cardi, who's a big sponsor of ours. And shout out to Joey Cardi. Joey Cardi came in and became a sponsor of this show. You know, when the show was episode, I'm looking at here, was it episode 13? Right? Really? Joey came up to me. He's like, hey, I want to sponsor <laughs> this show. We weren't even looking for sponsors. It's like sponsors wasn't even on my mind. It's awesome. Yeah. And he came and stepped in and he's like, yeah, I want to sponsor this. I want to support what you're doing. Now look love at all your sponsors. Doing, you know? And that was, that, was, mm-hmm. that was great that he did that. I had the mayor of Pompano Beach on the show. I had the mayor of Pompano Beach on the show when we were in Coral Springs. That's awesome. He drove out to Coral Springs to be on the show. And Horatio, uh, who I work with at the city, uh, geez, Bruce Marks. Um, I don't know if you know, a lot of people out there, if you may know Bruce Marks, um, you know, some people don't. If you don't know Bruce Marks, if there's a cause um, that needs to be fought, he's a lawyer. Um, but he's also a, you know, of a conservative mindset and a, of a coastal conservation mindset. And he is like a man of the fishermen. And if there is a problem like restoring a bent range marker or, or you know, or getting the bug light up and you know he is there is a facebook group called um the, the marine watch the south florida marine watch community mm-hmm. and i designed their logo for him just because i was so inspired by what bruce was doing and he got garmin involved and and, and all the radar community did nice. yeah to, to to really he held their feet to the fire to make them accountable for, you know, <laughs> all right. So everyone knows that there's a problem with GPSs getting stolen on boats, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. It's Bruce Marks that really took a stand on this. Went to people like Faruno and Garmin and like held their feet to the fire and said, listen, you're doing this because it doesn't matter to you because the insurance companies are filing the claims Someone else is going to buy another one. Someone yep. else is going to buy another one and come to you and they're going to give you more business. Why would you fight it? Right? And once he started making that aspect of it public, they were like, oh, wait, 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 we'll be on your side. We'll be on your side. But he got the entire connected by water community to sit there and write letters and call in and just be a part of it and put their names on lists. And he started letting making those communities put more security features on their their devices nice more codes on their devices and it really mattered all from making a facebook group and, and taking action so we're proud to have him on the show for sure he's a good he's become a good friend in the process let's see now um i have to mention here it says two years ago episode 22 is the first time that george Pavaromo came on the show nice right and he has I grew up watching George on TV, right? So to me, that was that was the coolest thing when I got in touch with George, and he really, he really was the one that connected that link with Papa's Pilar for us. So we have a lot um, to be thankful for um, with George, you know, just for him, just giving it his time. I mean, he's got a TV show on Discovery Channel, and you know, he's just been a staple in the marine community down here for years and we're proud to have him on the show much respect um, yeah much respect and he keeps coming on coming on coming on and supporting everything that we're trying to do because i think that's the the most interesting thing about what we've tried to do with the show um or at least from my 
mindset of what I always envisioned the show to be. It's a community thing. And he, I think, saw it right away and saw what we were trying to do and supported it. And, you know, the show wouldn't be uh, where it is, what it is today without guys like that offering their great and tremendous support. So, um, you know, and again, all these people come be, become friends in the process. Um, I want to definitely mention um, Art Sap. Of course. And Skip Dana, mm-hmm. um, who come on continually giving us a ton of their time. Um, it started out with tournament talk editions, and now they just come on, you know, whenever I ask. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been outstanding having them on the show. Their, their episodes, I don't know if people know this, their episodes are the most viewed episodes that we ever have. And the longest. Time and time and time. And the longest. Because <laughs> art's got yeah. a way with words. Yep. And the longest. <laughs> and the longest. They, they very... I am shocked at the amount of and level of information that he shares on this show. I mean, he really does, I want to say, quote unquote, gives away a lot. Well, he's out there. He's got the knowledge, you know? He's out there. He's got the knowledge. And he doesn't really have anything to hide. No. I guess he, because he's, he proves it on the daily basis. Correct. But, um. You know, he even said he was one of the reasons. He, the reason that he started coming on the show for these tournament talk episodes is he would actually go back and review and what, review it. The seat, right? Correct. Which I thought was like, man, that is some dedicated stuff. You're going to go back and review what you talked about for the previous tournament as notes and study. That's how he learns, though. Too. Yeah. You know? In the process, he's doing. He's sharing a wealth of knowledge that a lot of guys that there was never even some things he shares that people never would even thought of. You know. Um. Uh, let's see who else we got here in the list. The FFO, the Freedom Fighter Outdoors, is is an organization that um, symbiotically we've we've supported each other um, throughout the years. Obviously, super proud to support our veterans. I'm super proud to support that organization um, that was started by uh, Sarah Lasorsa and Vinny Lasorsa. Um, and let me see. Next on the list here, we had, uh, this guy. His name is Andy Moyes. You ever heard of him? I think we already talked about him I think I saw earlier. his lures around. Yeah. No, wait, that's not his lure, is it? Did you, oh, you oh. got <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. You got me. Yeah, I got to take that lure out of here. All right, we're not going to, we're going to just pass by that whole lure joke. We're going to move it aside and we're going to keep going. Rufus Wakeman. Jeez, am I really going to go through every single one of these names? Because this is, I'm going to just whip off these. Ruf, Rufus Wakeman, legend. Like, I don't think people are going to want to, you can, everyone can go home and look at this list. Uh, Brick Peoples, um, Charlie Levine, you know, Charlie Levine, editor of, you know, every single fishing and offshore magazine there there is or ever was. And he's a super, super great friend. Um, Fly Navarro. Fly Fly comes on every year if anyone's watched the show. We do our Christmas episode mm-hmm. together every year. <clears throat> um, you know, Bernie Perez has shared his time with us. And, you know, again, we mentioned Chip Lamarco, which we're honored to have Chip on the show, the House of Representatives, some straight, you know, he, and he lo- he's a representative of our local area for Tallahassee. Uh, we've had captains on the show like Captain Ricky, Ricky Schlee and, you know, Brad from Yamaha, and, you know, the Gale Force have been on, Rory and Victoria, good friends of mine, you know, local buddies. and um, Tiny, Carl Anderson. Yep, Tiny, Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Let me tell you something about Carl Anderson and Tiny. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows anything about marlin fishing knows that those guys are mega rock stars in that world. 
They really are. Especially, especially, well, both of them, especially. Carl's been at it for a long time. Um, and, you know, he's definitely got his chops in the world. So is Tiny. Um, but that episode when Tiny came on and shared his whole um, journey about... Yeah, I don't think I was here for that one. You I were was, not here on that episode. Andy, Andy were here previously to my... Right. To my... Right. The show. And that was shortly before you came on to the show on the regular. Um, but Tiny, when Tiny came on and watched and, and, and watched and shared that Rapscallion story. His book should be out soon, I believe. His book is coming, the Gun K book, which should be out soon. I know they're also working on Audiobook Companion right now. That might be some of the delay in production. Um, that was our, I think, I'm pretty sure that was our most watched episode out of all of them. And rightfully so. I mean, we talk about that was, I think, the episode that really started opening the door for us on the getting deep thing, right? Where, you know, everyone was so engaged with that. And they should be because he, the way he came on and told that story, if any of you listening to the show right now have a chance to go back and um, review any of our episodes, you do not want to miss that one. That would have been episode, let me see here. If I can bring this up real quick, that would have been episode number 71. Um, and, I mean, epic series of, of words that, that he laid down on that one. And, you know, a lot of it was just very, um, very the, real. I mean, a, I mean, the dude almost died. It's like about a situation that night. happened to him on board one night. And uh, it, it almost took his life. So he, you know... Thankfully, made it through, and he's writing a book on it. Almost, I believe he's finishing it, and it's Gun K. Yeah, Gun Gun K is the name of the Gun book. Gun K. Yeah, so. I think I think he. They said something about he's the only guy to still be alive, mm -hmm. um, in the world that has been hijacked offshore. <clears throat> so the boat got hijacked, and um, yeah, you have to listen to the story to understand what happened. Or definitely check the book out. <sighs> oh my God, Jimmy Johnson was on the show. Nice. I'm proud to say, for, for that's probably the, probably the highest profile guest that we've ever had on the show is Jimmy Johnson and you. <laughs> Sorry, Carly, <laughs> you too. Um, and um, you know, God, there's a ton of people. I my, I can't really sit here and list, um, you know, everyone that's been on the show ever. Um, but it, it is an impressive list, and I just want to say, um, that we keep bringing guys on the show, um that we're super impressed with guys that I never thought we'd even get on the show. You know, guys like Rob Fordyce, you know, coming he in was, and, and sharing good. their time. He was good to um, listen to. That have recently come on and, you know, and the fact that, you know, we, we get guys like uh, Paul Castronovo on the show. And Paul's a guy, I mean, listen, I grew up listening to Paul on the radio. It was, it was, it was right? good to and, do a show with him for sure. And then, you know, bringing him, bringing him in and he just... I think the thing that impresses me most about things like that is these guys are willing to share so much of their time with me and come in on something that I just wanted to do on a whim, you know, and, and it's been meaningful. I want to say that I have to save the best for last here and just mention um, the Poppets Pilar family, right? And they really, when they came into the show, that really gave an adrenaline shot into everything. Not just um, because they provide us with free rum, which is always a welcome I and thankful know. thing. <laughs> I'm currently not drinking right now, but it smells yeah. good. All right, so after you have your baby, we're going <laughs> to have the biggest party at this bar. 
And also, we're super thankful for Poppy's Pillar Room. Of course. You know, and getting to know those guys and getting beneath the skin of those guys has been been a phenomenal adventure. And to be a part of that, that keeps going on, keeps going on. Um, you know, just the support that they've given us on a lot of levels has been beyond compare. And it's been shocking to me. Um, you know, I, as much as I try to say, I try to stay humble, I'm really being humble when I talk about them um, and the things that they do for us that people don't even see. Um, and they've been, they've become family and, and it's quite frankly um, one of, if not the most impressive relationships that I've ever had in my, in my professional career. So I just want to say thank you uh, to Steve Groth and Mike Myatt, um, especially, and, you know, and Nick Doyle and Johnny Lazaby um, for the unwavering support that they continue to give us on a daily basis. I may get calls from them multiple times a week. You know, sometimes just to ask how I'm doing. Just awesome. time, just time they just call me to say, great job. You know, and other times it's to say, Hey, we got a new venture. We want to work on with you. And, um, you know, it, it's just been outstanding. It's been outstanding. So a lot of love and a lot of support has come our way um, throughout this entire process. And we appreciate all of it. And that to me is connected by water. Connected by water is that community. You know, we can go, you know, we're primarily salt-based here. You mentioned, you know, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock in Wyoming. 10 and 2, yeah. love it. Yeah, you know, and fly fishing. That's why I saw I'm jealous because, you know, I think, um, you know, Nick, you know, you're the same way with the fly fishing and the inshore and, and stuff like that. And you know, we can do all these types of different types of fishing, but I don't think there's a fisherman out there that wouldn't look at a surfer and be like, man, you know, that's, and just admire that as well. You know, because they, they can appreciate, you know, the element mm -hmm. of, of what they're trying to control. And, you know, it transcends all these things. So, as we grow our show, as we grow our company, we will be branching out into further things that are connected by water. Things that are not just salt-based. Things that are not just even freshwater Florida. You know, things that might be lake life living or... You know, things that might be river life living or, you know, in cold water, you know, warm water, tropical seas. We're all connected by water at the end of the day. And, you know, that that's really ultimately our goal. We're on episode 106. I know I said my goal is a thousand of these things. But <laughs> she just laughs. She's just like, you want me here for a thousand of these things? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's where we're heading. I'm you know, grateful to be here. As a studio, we're grateful to have you. You kidding me? As a studio, you know, we're growing every day by leaps and bounds. Um, we are a growing company, which what started out as eight years ago as a guy that quit his day job. Um, not on, I don't want to say on a whim, but you know, it was you a, took a chance. We took a chance. We took a chance, and I always say that when you leave your day job to follow your dream, it's kind of like stepping off a building, and you just got to do it, and just have faith, and you're going to step off, and then a cloud's going to be there to lift you up, and then eventually you're going to have to get off that cloud, because you can only stay on one cloud for so long, and you're going to 
step off and you just got to have faith again. There's going to be another cloud to keep lifting. That's a hypothetical thing. So if anybody's thinking about jumping off a building, there's no clouds <laughs> that are going to catch us. So don't hold dead. It's reliable for any anything that was just said. There she okay? is. It's just, it's going to hurt and you're going to die. You're so. going to die. <laughs> Death will become you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that that's really, I mean, I mean, just to think that, you know, eight years ago I did that and I was going to work out of the house and my wife was like, no, you got to, you got to get out of the house. Get the we got fuck one, out of here. We have a one-year-old and a three-year-old and we crawling all over you. Like, you know, you're not going to get anything done. And I did. And we had, um, we had planned on leaving and, you know, we had our son and I'm like, all right, what's it? We were going to have two and done and that's it. We wanted to do it. I'm like, ready to go. So the second he was born. We started making our exit plan. So we had a one-year-old and a three-year-old at home. We started this business. And, you know, eventually it evolved into this great momentum that we couldn't even control for a while. And the best is yet to come from what yeah. I've seen. And you've we, got- we feel that way. I mean, you know, and thank you for saying that. We feel that way. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, we have big plans, huge plans. And, you know, Harris came in three years ago became my business partner amazing guy we he is an incredible guy we ditched dfas which is dennis real art studios which is what we previously were we said you know he he's like oh yeah i want to invest in dfas i'm like you know what it's you and me we're going to start our own new company right clean slate and what are we going to call it well we don't know all right so i'm like but i do know i want to start a podcast he's like okay he goes what's a podcast <laughs> and i'm like well I don't really know necessarily how to explain that to you, but all I know is that you bring people in and you talk to them and you have like a show. He's like, like a talk show? I'm like, huh. You know, so I had to explain the whole concept. And he's like, well, whatever you want to do, I'm all behind it, right? Um, best partner in the world. He's become a very good friend, one of my best friends on the planet. So we got this podcast idea. We got this company idea, right? And we were thinking about a name the show and we're like oh well we're we're gonna name it like live well right not bad not a bad idea right but you know to me it was too fishing based and it wasn't broad enough i think to bring in all aspects of everything we wanted to discuss that's fair um and then we found out there was another live well out there so that killed that idea so Liz and I were sitting on the couch one day. Liz, my wife, were sitting on the couch one day. And she's like, "Well, what are these? Everyone you're bringing in, like, what are they going to be? How are they connected to you?" I said, "By water." She goes, "The name of show that." Perfect. And I said, "Oh, I like that." So I floated that across Harris's nose, and he bit. And he's like, "Yeah, I like that." I said, "You know, Harris, I think we need to name the whole damn company that." And he goes, "I love it." And that's how it happened. And here we are today. And I think that, you know, we were in Coral Springs then. And then the first thing we did when we became partners was we said, we got to get out of there. We developed, we designed a bridge here, Mm -hmm. but a hundred feet away from us. And we were like, we got to be in that shopping center right next to our bridge. So we moved out here and we quickly expanded. Mm -hmm. Now we're in here. We have our own bar which is knock that off my bucket list, right? <laughs> Take your man cave. It's my man cave. So yeah, we're it's not your officially bar, a bar. Your personal we have bartender a bar. in right. your man cave. Right. Not most men can say that. Right. So, um, so here, so here we are. And then 
We are podcasting from my bar in my art gallery next door to my studio. And it's a dream come true. It sounds like a dream. And you know, the funny thing is, is I didn't really, I haven't really looked at it like that yet until mm. this very moment. Mm. So exactly so this what is, you're doing. Kind of like an epiphany moment for me. So, um, yeah, it's a happy and proud thing because you, you get, you can get lost like so deeply when you run your own business with mm-hmm. all the details. I mean, there are the details are, will eat you up if you let them, you know, you got to wear every hat. Then when you start hiring employees and, you know, in that beginning part of a business is why most businesses fail after three years because then they get into that mode where they're like, you got to start expanding and people don't know how to expand. And I've come to understand that now. I didn't know that before. Like a year or two ago, I wouldn't have had this perspective on it. But I see now why at that three-year mark is very crucial. And because sometimes you you grow, you got to grow, you're going to bust. And it's a weird thing for me to explain why that is, but tr- trust me, it's true. And no company, become, if you want to decide to be a company, I could have just been Dennis Real forever, but I don't think, I would just would have been running the circles year after year after year after year. We want to grow and expand. But you get to a certain point that you can't go anywhere without people and the support of people. And you know that is where we're at right now. It takes a tribe. With our growth, it definitely takes a tribe. Um, I want to say thanks to Nicole. She's amazing. Your girls are amazing. I want to say thanks to Neela. I want to welcome Mandy to the team. I want to say thank you to Lorelai. And thank you to my wife, Liz, for crying out freaking loud. Like 100% thank you to her. Much I mean, that is a woman behind the scenes that mm-hmm. does things so selflessly that people don't even see on a daily basis all the time. I mean, I'd be nowhere without her. She's stunning. The picture she posted the other day of just, She's a hottie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy. It's it, better be. <laughs> it's, it's just... I'm just very, really, really thankful for it all. You know, and I just wanted to express that because I think it's important for people to know that there are people behind things that happen, things positive, things that happen, um, and they need to be recognized. And I just wanted to at least give them a shout out. Um, we had circumstances earlier in, in 2021, um, to where Nicole just stepped up. She like, stuck by you in time. the hardest of times. She, she did. Mm-hmm. And you know, I told you the whole story why I'm not going to tell I'm not going to get into the it's details business, of that story because right. it's nobody's business as to what happened or why. But let's just say I'm very, very thankful to her. Give her a shout out because she, during our little break, she texted us that she caught two blue Marlins. Hey, Dana Los Suenos. That's what she should be so doing. So proud of her. As she should be. Yeah, so proud of her. That's good. Um, you know, and, you know, and we keep pushing forward. Um, we keep pushing forward. I mean, you got to think it was COVID and it's COVID. And we opened up a retail store. Right. It was COVID. We kept hiring. It was COVID and we expanded. You know, obviously our industry didn't take a hit, you know, but still, you know, we had a vision. We had a plan. We weren't going to let anything stop us. We still have a vision. We still have a plan. We're not going to let anything stop us. We are moving forward right? because Connected by Water has a vision that it's going to see through because it is my life goal. And it is my life commitment. 
that this happens. Not just that I'm going to be a success and things like that. It's like, it's about seeing something through. You talked about commitment earlier, right? We have a goal in mind. We have an idea in mind. That idea is connected by water as a theory, as a brand, as a community. We want it to be a household name. We want it to be a household phrase. We want it to be something that people believe in. Because in a world where we are controlled by media and we are controlled by the news and we are controlled by the voice box of what we're supposed to believe, that sometimes all you just need is the water. And all you just need are your friends that are connected by water with you. And that, I think, ultimately gives you a little bit of the theory of behind what we're trying to do here. That the hardest journeys or are, are, are the most difficult ones to understand aren't, aren't the ones... Let me rephrase that. The ones that in the end are most meaningful didn't always start out as, as the ones that were the easiest to understand from the beginning. And I think that defines this show. Um, because I don't think that everyone was kind of looked at me like I had nine heads when I said I want to start a pi- podcast. I still like, look at you like under- you got nine heads. So it's <laughs> whether you got a podcast or not, right? Um, I paint fish for a living, right? And But sometimes you got to listen to that voice down deep inside that tells you I'm more than that. Exactly why I am where I am today. Right. So you got to listen to that voice that says, okay, that's the bucket that I've been put into. But I know I'm more than that. I know I have more to offer the world, but a lot of people will be like, that's the bucket they gave me. I'm just going to sit in this bucket for a while. A lot of people do that. I can't do that. I've never been like that. Buckets are for shitting in. Yeah. I like it. You should put that on a t-shirt. But I've never been like that. I've always been... (sighs) Maybe it's because... Maybe it's the youngest of six kids talking. Your youngest is six, too? Yeah. So am I. There you go. Really? Anywhere from six to 15 years older than me. Mm-hmm. Four boys and a girl. Maybe that's why you keep going. I'm trying to run for them. <laughs> 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 I can lock this door. That's it, though. I mean, you know, I've always had this thing on the back of my head that I won't be tonight. And, but at the same time, to live your life as a good person and be respectful to others. You know, live by the right moral compass if you will treat other people in a proper way. So I never wanted to do anything that sacrificed you know, my moral fiber um, or that pushed anyone aside unnecessarily to get what I want, quote unquote. So. That to me is the balance that I try to always navigate on a daily basis, because a lot of times, you know, achieving and getting what you want—that's you know—people get greedy. People get greedy and they step on other people, and you know, it's tough. Tough. I can see. I see how it can happen. You know, I just refuse to go down that road. You know, all the time. But and we're getting off on a tangent here with this. But I think the really the truth is that. I just wanted to express the motivation behind what we do here. 
Um, because I think it's important. You know, as an artist, I can say that my goal is to just keep, I and mean, we've talked about this on the show all the time, my goal is to always just make the last painting, the next painting better, better than, than the last. last. That's it. I mean, that that's just, I try to keep that part simple because there are so many details that I deal with all the time. You succeeded your goal this, now. So. Yeah, that it's, 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 you know, I can, all I can say is keep the whole philosophy behind what you want to achieve visually simple, you know, and, um, you know, push to do new things and, you know, always try to keep things fresh and stay out of your lane every now and then. I was talking to, um, earlier today, I was talking to Mandy who just started here. And I said this, I showed her, we emptied out some of our storage unit and I showed her one of the pieces there, which is completely off the wall, something different, some, some, like I'll show it to you after the show, something I never do. She's like, what is that? I go, well, that's one of my mental trash can pieces. She's like, one of your what? I go, every now and then I do a mental trash can piece. She's like, what is that? I go, well, that's, I'll paint something completely off the wall or completely 180 from what I normally do. Maybe I'll have an idea in my head or something. So I did sometimes in the in the 365 project, I did a couple of mental trash can right. pieces. Just so you got to let these things out of your fingertips every now and then. And those are refreshers and rebooters. You know, it's it's healthy for me, but that's part of pushing forward because you never know in that mental trash can piece, you might find one or two things that you did right that you want to keep going with. So, you know, I like that. Life can be the same though. Every now and then, you gotta go against the grain. Instead, mine's like a wheelbarrow. I just keep loading <laughs> and shoveling. Then it gets deeper. Then it gets heavy, and you just dump it. Then you just dump it. That's it. That's it. That's that's it's a good way to look at it. I like that. So, but you know, to me, the show is a quest. Um. The studio's a quest. You know, we want to build something meaningful. And, you know, I hope people see that. That That's what we're trying to do, at least. And they whether, do. Whether we're doing it or not is... They see know, it. I don't know. You know. But we're really trying to build something meaningful. Try to build something different. You know, people will look at me sometimes and say, Oh, it's, you know. And I don't want to sound disrespectful or say it in any certain way. Um, but it, it does get said all the time and probably not just about me. There probably other fish artists hear this too. Oh, he's the next guy, Harvey. Oh, oh, you know, my buddy Dennis, he's like guy Harvey. I've never heard it. You know and I wouldn't mean? compare you to him. Yeah. But people say, oh, he's, oh yeah, he's like guy Harvey. Like, he paints fish. just like a Harvey. Right. And it, it, that kind of frustrates me. I've never heard it. And I, I've never said it. I'm not a. <sighs> because, you know, I understand that that's out there. And, you know, and some people try to define the genre with that name. And I don't think that's fair to the rest of us. No, he's just an older, one of the first out there. So I think that's why you might be compared to it. I don't think it's your style, if that's fair to say. I don't think so either. No, it's just because Guy Harvey is a known name in the industry for art, for Mm -hmm. fishing or marine life. So that's why it could be anybody, you know, everybody's going to be compared to him because he was one of the originals, you know, in retrospect. But I don't think it has anything to do with you trying to follow his lead or his his style or anything like that because... Well, we're not trying to, that's for sure. That's that's a certainty. Um, um, But I just wanted to say 
the reason I bring it up is we're not trying to do that. Correct. We're, we're trying to create something completely different here. You know, it's like, yeah, we both paint fish. That's about the extent of it. You know, we are trying to create a different animal here. Um, and I'm not going to define on this show what that is because you can't really define art. And, and, and we're, we're trying to You're making progress more, and, 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 and make more a of move a family here. kind of. Yeah. It seems like everybody, like your followers and everybody involved is more of like a family. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're in, you're in kind of, you know. It's true. If you're going to compare yourself to him, which you're not, but putting Guy Harvey out, he's he is who he is, but he sells. He does obviously apparel and stuff, but that's because it's not like it's a different stride. I can't really put into words either what I'm trying to say with it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to sell his artwork on, you know, but you're designing stuff for, you know, boats. You're doing a lot more. I, I can't, I'm going to stumble on my words that's of what I'm trying right. to we're, say. We're building relationships and that's and, a good and we're way creating to put community. It. Community is a good word for and, it. And, you know, and the, the brand is the community and the community is the brand. Correct. Right. And it's all done um, through art, through fishing, through our passion for the water. Um, for life. The life. And that's it. It's the life. Yeah. And that's why I was talking to Nicole because she's down in Los Sueños. She's down there with a very good client of ours. Right. And, you know, and she goes, oh, she goes, she texted me. She goes, I didn't realize the person that I've been talking to for the past two weeks is actually the owner of the company. I go, yes. That's why you understand why I was telling you what so-and-so wants, so-and-so gets. I'm not going to like name drop, mm-hmm. right? She goes, I get it now. All right. I said, listen, we're proud of you. And just go down there. You're representing Connected by Water. And we wouldn't have it any other way, right? And I said, that's the life, though. That's what we do. Don't pull should. any Atlantic yeah. City stuff and we'll be fine. <laughs> 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 that is true. That is very true. What did I say to her? She said, oh my God. Anyway, I'm not going to bring up a text. Basically, I said, listen, that that's the life. That's the, that's our goal here. You're sharing your passion with your profession. Right? It's awesome. And it's a blurred line. She's a good so, girl. She deserves it. Yeah, she she is a great girl. She does deserve it. Um. So I really want, I really want to start closing this out. We had our... Uh, I really want to start closing this out here and um, we're saying that we're, we're very thankful for everything that, um, you know, we've been able to achieve so far. But overall, I look at everything that we've developed so far as just a foundation for the future. We haven't done anything yet. Um, I want to be clear about that. We haven't done anything yet. All we've done is just lay down a foundation and a springboard for what's coming. You ain't seen nothing yet. Woo woo. For the and music I mean in that. the background. And I mean that because and I don't want to say, Oh, connect my water's gonna be big or we're gonna be the greatest ever. All I'm saying is you haven't seen anything yet. You can't tell yourself that you're done because then you're done. Oh, we're not done. So you have to We're not done, we're just give getting yourself started. That. Correct. We are just getting started. That is the truth. Perfect. You know, um, and I can't wait to show everybody what we have in store for them. And I want to thank all the listeners that have listened to the show. I want to thank all the customers that have worked with us over the years. Um, and some of them had had to have had patience with us and I appreciate you hanging on with us. Um, and, um, I'm proud of everything that we've done so far. Proud of you. 
Don't cry. You're going to cry. I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> so, all right. Nick and Yanni, thank you guys for giving me so much of your time. And um, everyone out there listening, we appreciate it. So, I hope this episode came across as, as um, we hoped it would. And um, We'll have better guests next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have guests next time. <laughs> Period. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, do I have to say if you're in the market for a trucker vehicle and nope. all that, you're right, Joey Cardi, you're right, go drink Papa's Pilar rum. But I do want to say that, um, you know, your ego is not your not amigo. Your amigo. And always do your best at the end of the day, just let God do the rest. And don't ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we are all connected by water. Amen. Amen. Amen.